Welcome to the K Podcast. We're going to have a fun time talking about sports, a little bit about life, but ultimately just getting away from the negativity of the world. If you do want to interact with us, we do have an email, the cave in Kansas, Kansas abbreviated 15 at gmail.com, all lowercase. Caves takes it to the next level. We're going to start with the prayer. Dear God, thank you for this week. Thank you for everything you've done for us, the opportunities you've given us. Thank you for all the people we got to interact with. Thank you that it's finally starting to cool off from this crazy heat that we've had for the last month. And we pray that you keep us all safe this week. Give us opportunities to grow in our faith and to learn more about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We first want to thank everybody who's been supporting us. I know there's a lot of you who have reached out and talked to us about recommendations or said how much they love it, so we appreciate everybody for listening. And now, back to our regular schedule, Dad Joke of the Day. Let's go. All right, here we go. Why is it so windy in the stadium? There were a bunch of fans. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, icebreaker question. You've been chosen to represent your country in a global competition. Think Olympics, okay? What sport or activity are you doing? I'm going to do... I don't have this talent, but every time I watch it in a global competition, I'm going to do baseball. It seems like every country just... It, it's such a good game every time you watch it. You know, it's America's pastime. It turned international pretty fast. I think that would be a fun one to do. I mean, I feel like this one you need to be pretty good at, though, to like, just do it for a global competition. Yeah, you, of course you have to be good. But right, that's right, what right. if I was good enough. Okay, we'll, we'll base off that. Yeah. Right now? It's all I'm asking. Well, that's the only thing you can do. Come on, don't be realistic. Or driving. NASCAR? NASCAR driving. You think you could do it? Or cycling. I'm not that fast, but it would be fun to do. That's fair. You already know. Might as well be Chinese. I'm the ping pong master. Put me out there. Table tennis, ping pong, whatever you call it. Sting pong is what I play, but personally. What if there's a sting pong competition? I would win. I thrive under pressure. I suck at ping pong, but you put me in a sting pong, I'm not losing. (laughs) Straight up. I, I'm not going to lose because I am not getting stung by that. There's no way. And you know I'm, I've am i got those those serves I've been working on. It's deadly, just right over the net. And i got the backspin going right now. It's all working well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not good enough for globally. But I think I'd have the most fun doing ping pong, sting pong, table tennis. We're going to go to NBA talk. We're going to do an under $25, $15 team. I'm going to read you the list, just Just straight up. read the $5, and I'll pick mine, and then four. Well, I I didn't pick one from each. Am I supposed to do that? Oh, yeah, I did. Never mind. Yeah, just so read the $5. Well, actually, I want to start with $1. $1? Okay. And uh, if you want to substitute a rookie that just got drafted, that's fine. No, I'm good. Okay. For $1, John Collins, Tyrus Halliburton, Tyrus Maxey, Jalen Green, and... Jalen Jack, Jaren Jackson Jr. I took Tyrese Maxey. Uh, 
to me, he's the best player out of this five. But and he having that leap year he had, scoring late in the year in the, in the playoffs, he was scoring like twenty every game. I I would want that on my team. That's a great player, and he he brings it on both sides of the ball. Yeah, two dollar option. What was yours? What oh, was your one, oh, sorry. We're going okay. Uh, I chose John Collins, a guy. Dude fouled out in Drew League. Okay, that's not important to the NBA. Okay, we're talking about when he's he can knock down a three, shooting thirty nine percent last year. He's all gonna attack the basket and he's gonna play good enough defense where he's not a liability. That's all I need for a one dollar option. He fouls. He had six fouls in the Drew League. It's a Drew League. Nobody cares. I'm talking about the NBA. We're talking about Drew League. I could go put up 50 points right now in that league, okay? You had 16. You ain't putting up 50. I'm putting up, I could put up 50, I said. We're talking about the NBA. I ain't putting up 50 in the NBA. Maybe 50 bit minutes on the bench. All right? Only, all right. $2 dollar options. $2. Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, DeJounte Murray, Scotty Barnes, and Jaren, Jarrett Allen. I took uh, Mobley. Guy can do it all. Pass it, rebound it, defense, score it on three all three levels. That's who my he's gonna be my five. Yeah. All right. I took Dejounte Murray. Um, for me, I needed defense. Uh, not a whole lot of great defenders on my team, so I need a guy who could lock down. But at the same time, he's not a liability on offense. He's somebody who can score the ball. So I think he's a great option. For $2, a player who just put up like 25 points this year and averaged like two or three steals, being the, the, the guarding the best player for the Spurs, DeJounte Murray is the guy I want. $3 options. Alonzo Ball, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gildas, Alexander, Tyler Hero, and Desmond Bain. I'm going to let you guess who I picked. I hope it's not this main. But I'm Shaq. guessing Shaq. Yeah. 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 Dude, attacks the, the basket like crazy. Then he can dish it out also to Mobley for three. Or Tyrese Maxey in the corner. Shoot the ball lights out. I got some other players so he can dish it out, but we'll wait till he can get there. My $3 option, I pick Alonzo Ball. He's a guy who, like, I feel like still has a lot of room to improve, but he's still a very good point guard. He's, like, the definition of a point guard. He could pass, get a play D, shoot a little bit, attack a little bit. But if he can, if all I need him to do is play and make a play defense. And, you know, it's never bad to have the, the, a ball name on your family, you know. <laughs> I'll have a bar if he was on there for five bucks, but he's not on his oh list. $4 options. DeAndre Ayton. Brandon Ingram, Darius Garland, Anthony Edwards, and LaMelo Ball. I took Brandon Ingram. Had a great year this last year. I'm, I was basically going off this recent year. But scored, of course, all three levels. And I feel like he, he defended pretty well this last year. So I took I picked him. Yeah, he definitely, he, he definitely uh, one of the solid best defenders. I mean, they had a lot of good defenders on that team. So he was never going to the best person, but... I personally needed a five, and I chose DeAndre Ayton. Uh, just got signed to a pretty good p- contract, matched by the Suns, probably going to you know the Brooklyn Nets. But I think he is a definition of a five. 
He plays near the rim. He's going to defend the rim well. Gets the rebounds, and that's all I needed. I got him and John Collins to protect the rim. I think that's fine in the post. I'm not getting beat up by post player. And he's also athletic enough to cover, you know, if he needs to switch for a second, he's fine. So, and last but not least, $5 options. The big spender, big blender, going to put you in a tornado. Okay. It's Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum. Ja Morant, Trey Young, and Zion Williamson. I took Luca. Luca Magic. He's gonna play my one. Shai, well, Maxi my two. Shai will be a weird three because he doesn't play three. And Ingram a four, Mobe a five. I want to get up the floor, even though Luca, he ain't that guy to get up the floor like that. You know, pass it ahead, get it to Maxie or Shai or Brandon. We'll run the floor. Get some easy baskets. For me, I, di- I didn't pick Luca just because he's going to have the ball in his hands for 20 seconds to play. And I didn't really want that. I wanted my team to to be able to have any guy on a night score. score. And uh, so I picked Jason Tatum. He did struggle in his... his um, finals appearances with turnovers but that was without a true point guard we talk about Lonzo Ball and DeJounte Murray will be handling the ball most of the time so he won't have to worry about passing a lot I just need him to be able to score the ball and he's actually a really sneaky good defender so my lineup looks like Lonzo Ball DeJounte Murray Jason Tatum John Collins DeAndre Aiden let us know who had the better lineup me that's obviously not Jonathan. It was terrible. It was, but that's Adipal, how are you gonna have morning. how are you gonna have Brandon Ingram at four? The man is freaking slim, slim reaper. So what is Mobley then? All right, I'm gonna look at the James Harden pay cut. He uh, declined a 47 year, 47, 47 million oh. dollar per year option. Uh, the contract he took was a two year, 68. With a player option. What does this mean for the 76ers future? Uh, the future, they're a window to win this year and next year, I'm guessing. Since it was a two-year extension. Uh, he's taking a pay cut. They got P.J. Tucker. And they re-signed Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe. Who are role, those two. Well, those three, I guess, are role players. But he wants to win now bad. He thought you wanted to win in Brooklyn. That didn't work out. He went to NB. He realized how much how dominant they can be as a duo. Yeah, I think uh, all three of those players, PJ Tucker, Isaiah Joe, and Paul Reed, are good, not going to make a huge impact. But the players that can make you better, they're the difference between a contender and a champion, mm-hmm. right? And you look at his stats. He's averaged twenty two points, eight rebounds, and ten assists last year. Everybody talks about this is not the same James Harden. And you're right. This James Harden is looking for his teammates. He's looking to make his team win. You mm-hmm. talk about James Harden before. He was just attacking the rack every play. Yeah. It's not, that's not the guy you want to win games. I think that this means this puts the 76ers as a top three team next season. Well, he doesn't need to be the what you used to be, triple-double. He has Maxi. Tobias, now Joel, 
arguably the best center in the league. So he doesn't he doesn't need to be that guy. He wasn't Houston. All right, now we're gonna go to some NFL. Madden twenty three ratings came out this week. There's a lot of controversy. It was four ninety nines as always. No ninety nine QBs. And we're gonna look at a couple players that fell out of top ten. First, I'm gonna just gonna name the top player at each position or position group and uh, their overalls. Quarterback. Tom Brady with 97. That that was basically saying, you're to go, here's your overall 97. Offensive line, Trent Williams, 99. Deserves that. He's yeah. a beast. Cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, 98. Arguably should have been a 99. Yeah. Interior defensive line, Aaron Donald with a 99. No surprise. Yeah, no surprise. Running back, Derrick Henry with a 97, coming off his injury. Safeties, Tyron Matthew, lines number one with a 94. Who? The Honey Badger. I know who he is. He's number one? He's number one in the safeties. Kickers, Justin Tucker, no surprise. Edge rushers, Miles Garrett beats out TJ Watt with 99. No. And linebackers, Fred Warner with a 94. Wide receivers, Devontae Adams with a 99. So those are all yeah. the top positions. Now, safety is so, the one that bothers me a little bit. Talking about safeties, Minka Fitzpatrick, arguably the best corner, I mean safety in the league, mm-hmm. is the 11th best safety, according to Madden. Well, Madden's never right. They're that one, they're, they're always that one video game that never gets anything right. But I think he should be. He should top ten for sure. I don't. If you really wanted to, top five. I would put him top five. Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, not like he played a stellar season last year, but better than Tyron Matthew. I mean, if you if you're the defense, he's on Steelers though, so you're looking for uh, T.J. Watt. After that, you're looking for the safety Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you don't want to throw him. You don't want to throw him around. He's a problem. I think. You know, you put you could put him up there. You could put. I mean, safeties is kind of hard. It's a position that's uh, not well recognized when playing the game to, and playing football because they kind of lost resort. So a, a good safety is usually on a bad team. If someone gets through, yeah, they're there. Exactly. Yeah, but usually something bad ha- but happens. There's a couple people I would put above Matthew to be honest. Mm-hmm. Jamar Tate Chase falls out of the top ten wide receiver wise. After a rookie of the year candidate, rookie of the year, he was the, the rookie of the year, and put up a stellar season. I could see why Madden did this, though. It, coming in his sec, second season, are they, they want to make sure this is for real. They don't want to be like, oh, let's give him a 98 or something. Don't, don't overreact. But I, by the end of the season, though, top five, he will be. Yeah, that's what I, I see that, you know, it's... I don't think he's going to have a bad season, but it would look bad if Madden just throws him up there. So, Most second-year players weren't really high up. Usually, they were all like, I mean, he was the highest second-year player. Yeah. So, that's still still a feat. We'll get a couple players that were, uh, so I was scrolling through social media, all of the haters, looked at a couple names that people brought up. Okay. We're going to discuss them. Three players. First one, TJ Watt. 
was that? Ninety six. When not even the top edge rusher actually, Miles Garrett won that. How do you feel about T.J. Watt ninety six? Uh, ninety six to me would be too low. But I think so. I think the perfect rating for him right now would be ninety seven. So one of them. Uh, by end of the season, he's gonna be hovering at ninety nine. I think if he does the same, has the same season as he did last year. But Garrett is consistently just he's getting sacks like crazy. Well, you talk about the person who just almost broke the record yeah. for most single sacks in a season. Arguably the most impactful pass rusher in the league, mm-hmm. TJ Watt. That I mean, I think him and Miles Garrett on the same level. I think what puts Miles Garrett ahead is his run defense. Yeah. Not that TJ Watt's not good, but Miles Garrett is exceptional in run defense as mm-hmm. well as pass. Yeah. And I think uh, you see TJ Watt played all 16 or 17 games. Miles Garrett played maybe 12 and still had the same numbers. So, think that he had a full season healthy. That'd be crazy. Miles Garrett's a dominant yeah. former. Next one, Travis Kelsey, 98. A lot of people were upset. Just lost Tyreek Kill. So, of Is course, he the top Kelsey. tight end. Yeah. Okay. Of course, you know Kelsey's gonna get more receptions and all that. So, Jip of 99. What do you think? Yeah, should they give him 99 right now? Probably not. I bet by week six they're going to get. He's going to be 99. That's it's going to be early. That's one thing uh, a lot of people, when they looking at Madden overall, they don't necessarily understand. The Madden is not predicting. Yeah. Where they're going to be with overalls, they're currently stating where they are starting the season. Usually, the end of last year. Yeah, end of last year usually is where they kind of put it at. So and they always have a new curriculum, wherever every year come out. It's not. It's not. If it was a projection, obviously things would be different. Mm-hmm. And the last player we could talk about, Cooper Cup. Give that guy ninety nine. I'm sorry, triple crown. You need, nobody put up better stats, and he put, went to the Super Bowl and dominated. Yeah, and he's still not a ninety nine. I don't get it. The one thing I, I've heard can't give everybody ninety nine though, but he deserves a ninety nine. MLB, who's hot, who's not? Let's hear it. All right, who's hot? Uh, we got Toronto Blue Jays. They smacked the Red Sox, twenty seven to four. Both teams only scored that. Hmm. Now, I guess, probably in three or four games. But 27 to 4? I mean, imagine getting those tickets. If you're a Red Sox fan, showing up, you're all excited. You're like, yes, we're going to watch our Red Sox play. And it's going to be a good game. Right off the bat, they get smothered. Man, I, I wonder how the clubhouse felt. Was it next game? Let's just forget this one. Everyone has a bad game. Uh, correction, 28-5. Go ahead. 28-5? Sorry. Last time I saw it was 27-4. It must have kept going. All right. Who's who's not? The team that we were just talking about. You know, the Red Sox. Everyone has their bad stretches. And right after the All-Star break, they got smacked. 
bad. I think Boston might actually be the only team on our podcast to win both who's hot and who's not this year so far in different weeks. So congrats, Boston. <laughs> you are the definition of a mountain to valley team. Ups and downs. We're going to go to Juan Soto. We'll get a, a situation. He declined a 15-year, $440 million contract with the Nationals. Just one home run derby. and After, supposedly, the Nationals wouldn't fly him out because he declined that. That's so he had to fly commercial. That's the rumor. That's the it, rumor. Yeah. Uh, Nationals are looking for new ownership. So... He wants $500 million. He's not going to get under this ownership. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, though, if he doesn't leave until they get under the ownership. Because they're there his best asset. And well, he, if you're trying to sell a team, you're not going to give up your best asset. So He's a generational player. Like You don't see this ever come around. He's hitting like His hitting stats are worth like in some all-time greats. And you just don't ever see what he's doing right now. But my guess, if they offered him $500 million right now, he would stay. But if they're not, he just says, just get me out then. Someone, give me, go give me the team. They'll give me $500. Yeah, part of a lot of teams interest. No, no front runners have come out. I don't think it'll be anytime soon that he gets traded. It might be even an off season, just because new ownership is uh, coming in, so... What team would you like to see him play for? I mean, Kansas City Royals. <laughs> not but that's happening. not realistic. So. <laughs> we would to give up our whole farm system, and our farm system sucks. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, big market team, put them in Boston, South, Boston Red Sox. You know, maybe a Toronto, put them up with Vlad. And here's a talk. This is connecting to our next point. Shohei Otani getting trade calls. How do you feel about a Juan Soto for Shohei Otani trade? That would be dumb. That that would be crazy, of course. They flip superstars straight up. No. (laughs) They have to give each other prospects, at least. I'm guessing cash. Who do you think in that situation is giving up more than the other team? Is it it Washington with giving up Juan Soto or Angels giving... Shohei. Hmm. I'm gonna say Angels because what Otani can do is batting and pitching. So you're giving up pitching. But Juan Soto can't pitch. But he can hit light like crazy. Otani can too. But I would want both of that. All right, we're gonna go to the Royals recap. It was a small week. I mean, uh, just just how it came off All Stars. So. Mm-hmm. Only played three games, but they were two and one this week. Hey, beat the Rays. Haven't done that since 2017. I mean, we're still not going to go to the postseason, but you got to look at the bright side. You know, we won the series. Next game. You know what? And like the Royals have always been a second half team. We're not making the postseason. Don't. That's not what I'm saying. But maybe we improve our moral. Win a couple more games than we were expected. Going to the next season on a high note. I'm looking forward to the trade deadline. How many players leave the Royals? It's going to be uh, interesting to see. A couple. Yeah. A couple. I guess it's four. 
could be on like you're talking four trades or four people. So Ben attendees, all two gonna be one. My guess is Merrifield with everything that happened. Um They said Grinky will uh, will be staying. Everyone surprised. Said, yeah, I wanna be surprised. Um who would be fourth? I just threw a number out there to be honest, but three I think. That's realistic. I mean, it's exciting to see Nick Prado come back up. Uh, deserved it after the way he played. Um, and the Yankees emerged as front runners from Benintendi. I don't know what, what all they would have to give us. Give me Jason Dominguez. <laughs> they're not going to give <laughs> Jason Dominguez. They're, they're contending. They need a contender. I, I would want to see bullpen pitching come in. That's what we need, to be yeah. honest. Look at the Royals player of the week. Who do you have? I got two. One pitching, one hitting. The pitching, Brady Singer, who uh, after all-star break, he just pitched for Sarays on Saturday. Uh, he pitched six innings, lost three hits, one earned run, and 12 strikeouts, which is a career high for him. He was just mowing them down. And my other Royals player of the week is Bobby Witt with four RBIs and two runs who had to exit Sunday's game because of hamstring tightness, stealing the base. Hopefully he heals up quickly. And he won us a couple games. He had a two-run home run. Before that, uh, Michael Taylor had a home run, take the lead, 4-3, I believe. And then Bobby Witt just hit a moonshot into left field. It was a crazy and then today he hit a RBI single. He was doing everything for us. He's he's really coming together right now, and it's really fun to watch. I think at the beginning of the year he got a lot of hate for the way he started off the year. I mean, he didn't hit a home run for like what twenty games or something like that. But like I said, uh, he he rookies don't always come in the best player. I mean, you look at Mike Trout, who arguably one of the best players in the MLB right now. The same thing. I mean, he didn't play well for the first 15 games, and all of a sudden he wins rookie of the year because he's played that well. He so. did this when he was in the farm system, first 15 games, and then he started lighting it up. Led the uh, minor leagues in home runs. Yeah, I think it's not necessarily, you know, he's nervous or anything. It's a, it's every year thing for him. It's not like, you mm-hmm. know, you expected that coming out of especially because you have to account in the fact that it is nerve, a little bit of nerves. So. Mm-hmm. If you're not nervous, then you're not ready. It doesn't yeah. mean nothing to you. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast of The Cave. Appreciate everybody who came. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. Stay positive, and we'll see you then. Peace.